0: Hello, Body Slams podcast viewers, and uh, welcome to Pop-Up Pipe Bombs. Yes, Joe, I will thumbs up with you. Uh, (laughs) This is our uh, WrestleMania Night 2 review, and uh, please forgive us. We are dead to the world. We are tired. We are all wrestled out pretty much from this past weekend since like what Thursday Wednesday I don't know when whenever anything happened um
1: <laughs> well Thursday was Jimmy Court was the prediction show yeah uh, with Jimmy Cord- I did a, I did another podcast on Friday uh we also did Saturday you did like 3 on Saturday I, we and did like 3 two, Saturday you did 2 yesterday right
0: no i did 1 yesterday only 1
1: and then so. one and then now
0: yeah. Oh man, I am so I'm ready for bed. I'm, yeah, I'm dying, beat, man. Uh man, you know who's beat? All those guys working that whole weekend. I'm sure with all the publicity stuff they had to do, probably yep. uh sign-ins, meet-greet, whatever, and then and, and and then do the whole show. Oh yep. my god. And now and now they got to do it all like, well, some of them got to do it again today on uh on on Monday night raw. Yeah. I don't know how those guys do it. That, that, that's why they are where they are, and we are where we are, and we're the ones only talking about them.
1: Yeah, I am home. I never made it that level. So
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, at the top of the show, you've got to see uh the DevOps sports team uh list going by that will be updated. A whole bunch of other stuff's gonna be updated as well as our intro to the show. We're gonna be working on some uh getting some uh custom music, uh original stuff that's only for us, so we can't get hit for that uh whole copyright stuff uh so we haven't yet because i did find some royalty free music but others who did use it the same one as ours they got hit but we didn't so we're not going to take any chances so we're going to try to do what we can please forgive us if we're looking down we're just trying to share it out to other groups and pages with the rest of the world so everyone else can uh see what you are seeing right along with us uh, if you're not watching this, I'm sure you're going to tune into the uh replay, but that's all good. Um, also, quick shout out to our affiliates out there. Tiffany Ann at the Indie Wrestling Corner. The guys at the Tornado Tag Podcast. Alex, Alex Watt at HTW uh, Network. Uh, Conversation De Lucha Libre all the way in Puerto Rico. Bob Culture podcast backstabbers wrestling podcast and the guys at the 2300 wrestling podcast i'll eventually get a video up so i don't have to go through the whole list then as well okay with that being said let's get down to business let's get down to the nitty-gritty because monday night raw starts at eight o'clock and we don't want you to miss it so we're gonna try to get through this the best best as possible joseph how are we gonna kick this uh review off I'm, i'm i'm guessing we have to go with match one right
1: uh, no, I'm going to go with before match one and talk about Triple H coming out to the ring
0: to oh. officially
1: not, not announce his retirement, but I guess officially recognize his retirement. Uh, cause it came out on, on, uh, last week or the week before with that ESPN interview with Stephen A. Smith. We talked about Thursday. Yes. Um, so I guess he, he never, uh, he never got to have his, um, I don't want to say a fi- his, his, what do you call it? Farewell. Farewell match. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. He never got to have one that he knew of. He didn't know his last match was going to be his last match. So he came out and did a little thing, as most of us do. I did. I know a bunch of other guys that have done it. You come out, you'll leave your boots in the ring. It's a symbolized that you know your heart's in there, your, your your love, your passion's in the ring, but you can do it no longer. Uh, I did it. Triple H did it last night. Uh, he, put, he put his boots in the middle of the ring, the microphone... Um, prior to that, he, he said, thank you to the crowd, you know, thanked them for the years of support and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, it was cool to see that, that he got to do that because again, he didn't know his last match was going to be his last match. Um, so, uh, it was, it was cool to, uh, to see that and cool that he got that, especially knowing his position in the company now where he's like way up. He's no no longer, you know, just a wrestler. He's a, it was
0: really moving up. It was really moving just to see his when, when, when he had the boots left in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Uh, we, we've seen so many other talent done that the same way in the past or before, but it was usually like after their match, they would take them off. Yeah. And, and, and leave them there. Uh, I haven't and he had did that... his
1: full Triple H entrance too with the yes. water and everything. That was cool. Yes. In his suit, yeah. though, not in his I... gear. So he was in his suit, did the whole entrance, to the water and everything. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, uh, that the crowd was on the feet. They were hot and heavy on night two a lot more. I, I think they were more louder on night two than they were on night one.
1: Uh, In my opinion, night one was a lot better. Night two was good. Night night one was great. But uh, but anyway, we, we go from that. Uh, lights went out. They did the video package and stuff like that for the Raw tag team title match. Triple H, I guess, ran away during the video match. Yeah. <laughs> He disappeared. He just he was gone, uh, but it was Orton and Riddle. This was I think this was uh
0: It was the opening match.
1: Three way. No, no. This was a uh, triple threat, right?
0: Yes, yes. It was okay. uh rated R. Orton and
1: Yeah, sorry. I I call Morton and Riddle. I I. Hate <laughs> it's it's all right. Uh,
0: yeah. uh, taking on the Street Profits. Uh, taking on the Alpha Academy.
1: Yeah. Uh, so they still. I mean, I guess what this one didn't surprise me. I was going to say they still managed to surprise when they throw the RKO in out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, this one wasn't too surprising because it was just from uh, just Chad Gable did something off the top rope and Orton just grabbed him and did it and pinned him one, two, three. So that we've seen before, but well, it's always still in a spot in the match where you <laughs> never expect it. No, I don't, but... I, it. It seems like it's a new spot every time.
0: When you were saying uh somebody coming off the top rope, I was I I thought you were gonna say Montez Ford when riddle was on the top rope with him.
1: No, yeah, came and came off
0: with the RKO from the top, yeah. Off the off the top rope, that was hot and heavy. Uh in the beginning, we got to see every everybody was shit canning each other, and the man left standing was none other than, than Otis. Yeah, like I really, really love Otis. He's just like it's just something about him from when his character, the way he was before, to yeah. like now he's just like you know, like it was a funny meathead. Now, now he's more <laughs> of a meathead, you know. But it's it's but, but it's, he's it's a little cool. more
1: serious it's, at the moment.
0: Oh yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's cool to see. The, it's uh, it's also cool cool to see guys like Mom, Montez and Chad Gable. Uh, die. oh my God, that died that Montez did over. The uh, oh, yeah, 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 corner yeah, yeah. Post and then yeah. followed up by Gable with the moonsault to the outside. Yeah, did yeah. uh, this, this match, hand, hands down? Uh, it it rocked for an opener. Uh, so it, yeah, it was, like, it was a
1: good opener, it definitely got the crowd, uh,
0: hype. And uh, what's that uh, new guy's name? Was it uh, G- Gabe Stevenson? Gable, Gable G-
1: Stevenson, yeah, the uh, yeah. the NCAA or the uh. NCAA winner, I think he was, the yeah. Olympian, or something. I forget. I think it was NCAA. It
0: it, it was nice to see him and and uh, and Chad Gable in there. And then when he just uh, threw him, I'm like, holy shit, this guy! You know, yeah, he can really throw. And oh yeah, like, and then plus it helps that Gable was short as hell. Yeah. So so it's, it's good that he misses his head on the way way over.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But phenomenal opener. I'm gonna give it on a skill from. One to ten, we we never did a skill from one to ten before on the show here yet. Uh or we can do like five, like out of five stars. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this for an opener. I'm gonna give it uh four stars. It, it wasn't it, it wasn't the greatest, yeah. but it was a great opener though.
1: Oh yeah, it, it was definitely it was definitely good to get the crowd in into it and ready for the night.
0: Right. And
1: uh, and Orton and Riddle retained. By the way, they like yes, I said before. Yes, Orton, pinned, uh, Orton pinned Orton Gable after the RKO.
0: Uh, <laughs> up next was a one-on-one uh, confrontation between almost, almost, almost. How do you pronounce his name? I I was, almost. I say almost because I don't know how to say it, but it's almost. Yeah. Uh, oh, I say he almost. <laughs> <All right. Yeah. laughs> uh, take it on the. Almighty Bobby Bobby. Lashley. Yeah, uh, like I thought Bobby Lashley was going to come in and wreck him and it'd be uh, a quick match in and out, done and over with. But no, uh, from the door, they had uh, almost be playing the big man role as naturally he is pounding away, giving some nice uh, uh, strong shots to uh, uh, Lashley, you know. Uh like like I said there's really not too much to this. I mentioned it before Yeah, I'm not, a
1: big fa- I'm not a fan of this almost guy.
0: Well, don't care. well, I, I mentioned this before when when uh we did our prediction and stuff that this match is pretty much is going to be big guys really pounding away on each other type uh you might see a couple things here and there. The like, suplex is real nice. Yeah. Uh, Bobby
1: uh Bobby Orton. Uh, Bobby, Bobby Orton. I by Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley looked That was real nice.
0: I personally I was hoping he would uh did a nice stand in one and, and and hold him up there for oh, a little God. bit he to show that hold, power.
1: Uh, I guess he could.
0: That 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 would have been great. But yeah. uh in the end, uh Bobby Lashley picked up the victory. <laughs> yep. Uh moving along to a match that uh that we wasn't all for up next oh, yeah. was uh the jackass himself johnny knoxville taking on sammy Zayn. Um, yeah uh
1: i i don't know i was not i wasn't looking forward to this when we when we did the prediction show i don't care about it. i don't watch jackass i just i don't care i didn't care last night i i still don't care now <laughs> just not for me i don't know i just don't care like i eh.
0: we well we I, I, i've never been it. a
1: jackass fan so it's like you know what, what do i care well a lot of me. stuff
0: that was done was kind, i kind of expected it from the jackass shows like all the dumb pranks I giggled, and stuff
1: yeah i giggled at a lot of stuff the giant hand the may, the may young and mark uh, uh mark Henry hand.
0: i think it was pat who posted uh a meme saying that Mark Henry yeah. and and uh, uh May Young... He, he put uh, it in the
1: chat I think I saw it yeah. on Twitter uh I saw it on Twitter yesterday or last night I guess but um yes Pat we are yeah, mentioning so you
0: there like
1: I giggled at that um the finish the mousetrap thing the mousetrap didn't that. work it didn't I, work. Yeah, it, it, it was broken, and nobody mentioned that it was broken. They just Giant Knoxville had to like manually do it, and and you could see Sami Zayn holding himself down like this, like oh I can't get out of this. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, if it doesn't work, just go with something. else. I get that, that was the finish, but I don't know.
0: I think I think the only row. Uh, I think the only part that I actually uh, liked was when um, Wee Man was in there.
1: That was alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's the
0: only part I liked about the match. I mean, I think, I think I think Sam
1: I think Sammy Zayn did a lot for those guys because he put all them over everything that they did, oh, yeah, to him, he sold like a million bucks. he put them all over. He definitely earned his his mania payday. Um I liked the hand thing because I didn't expect it, you know what I mean because the camera <laughs> the camera was was kind of facing this way. the camera wasn't angle, in and the hand shot. came out of this side. yeah, so the hand came out of this side and I saw it and I giggled right away. Um, I mean, so it it had its entertaining moments. Just overall, um, I, I just I'm not a fan of the Jackass thing. I don't really care about it. So that's why I didn't care about this. I get that it wasn't supposed to be a technical wrestling match. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be a goofy stunt show kind of thing. And it's just, meh, i just I'm not really a big fan of the guys that were in it. So it doesn't matter. Didn't matter uh, to me, I should say. But uh, yeah. Johnny Knoxville won.
0: Yeah, you know what's um, funny? Unfortunately, is just, but you know then
1: after. Johnny Knoxville and uh I think The Undertaker are the same age, they're both 57. And Johnny Knoxville looks a lot older and he's much grayer.
0: <laughs> maybe right, it was right,
1: maybe it's good. maybe it's uh Stone Cold Steve Austin is 57. I don't remember. We had this conversation with on the group. That of I was with. But uh but yeah, so uh so that's what happened. Knoxville went over and Sami Zayn definitely earned his payday.
0: Definitely, definitely, definitely. All right, uh, moving along. Uh, damn, it feels like we're running through this pretty quick because, because know, so. because I know, we talk when we get in the conversation. Sometimes we talk a little long because yeah, depends on to
1: not do that. <laughs>
0: depends on what we get uh to talking about uh, and we know we're all starting at at, at the top of the hour at eight o'clock. Uh, oh man,
1: I got I got a funny little story about the next match, about after the next match. We'll talk about it. Right.
0: Sounds good here uh, uh, for the women's.
1: Was, yeah, this yes. is a three way, another three way match. No, um, oh no, this is the four corners, right? Wasn't the yeah, four It teams? was
0: the fatal four way for the women's tag team uh, yeah. championship. Yeah, it was the champions, Queen Zelina and Carmella, taking on Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan versus Nataya and Shayna Baszler and
1: uh, new champions Sasha Banks and Naomi
0: Yeah we I, I kind of somewhat seen it coming you know uh I I could I could not see Liv being the champion or e- even Nataya again uh just the fact that uh, as soon as they put these two together and they came out with them, well, practically everybody came out with matching gear.
1: You know, Just, one, thing I, one thing I didn't like was the fact that they, they said that uh, Graves and Carmelo were getting married like this weekend or something like that. Yeah, like which, after. Which man, to me meant, okay, so they're going to both have some time off for a while, which means obviously Carmelo's going to lose the title. And, like and, I, and Graves going be... to They They kind of gave it away with that. Yeah, but the story I was gonna say was after this. Uh, after this event was over, the second night, a buddy of mine who went out to Dallas to watch Mania bumped into Naomi at the ga- at a gas station around the corner or whatever with his with his uh, rental car, or whatever. And she was walking around in that same green shit she entered the ring with, while carrying the t- the picture. She's wearing that, holding the title belt still.
0: <laughs> and I guess she. Like, I guess she just really? wanted to go back to the hotel and change instead.
1: Uh, No, they were at a gas station. Why would you carry the title belt with you outside? Like, unless you're, unless you're screaming, "I want attention! Look at me! Look at me!"
0: Possibly. I mean,
1: it was silly to me, but, uh, but yeah, my buddy sent. He's like, "Yeah, just bumped into Naomi at the gas station. Sent a picture of it. Him, him, and his other friend, and her. It was just weird to see her wearing all that stuff out in public with carrying the title belt. Anyway,
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, like it, it was all over the place. Uh, Sasha, Naomi congratulations on your win. But we're going to keep this moving because, like I said, we're trying to get through this yep. fast, but not too fast. We're not trying to make it like we're trying to rush through.
1: Uh, oh, yes, we are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we had the tag team title match. Now, this year I got a little bit interested in. Uh, well, it's not the tag team title. It's a tag team match between the new day, uh, Xavier, Wait, no. Xavier Woods. Next.
1: Okay, hold on, hold on. That was not next, but uh.
0: No, that was not next. I got much. No, no, it's okay. Match it's okay. Match. I had to. I had
1: to find it on the sheet here. Ah, okay. So this was the one that was cut yesterday. Cut from <laughs> not yesterday. I I still think it's Sunday now. This yeah. is the one that was cut from Saturday's card because everything ran overtime and then, uh-huh. I don't know if they put it there. and They only game five minutes or whatever, but it was this was short and quick.
0: Yeah, short uh and quick. It was Short and sweet. The new day, uh Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston taking on Sheamus and Ridge Hollins. Uh Hollins picked up the victory for their team over on uh Woods. I guess he's no more no more King Woods. Yeah, but I uh what happened to that? This, this match started off pretty fast. Kofi was the uh with the uh what the hell is that uh kick he does called? a Trouble in Paradise. Yeah. That's spin kick. He hit that. Almost got to pin right away from the door, but no, it was back and forth. The thing that got me here that I was so, which I'm kind of still against, I'm still against, but after this, it was so hilarious and funny is Pete Dunne and his butch character now. Him running around like a madman, like the little scrap, like, like, uh, like scrappy Doo from Scooby doo. You know, he always wants to fight. He's running yeah, around like trying to... Yeah,
1: the Little Rascals. That's where well, I, well, I think it comes from. I don't know well, that, but that's what I'm thinking.
0: Yeah, but when you got to see uh, Scrappy-Doo from Scooby-Doo, he's like, come on, let me at him, let me at him, let me at him. And everyone's always holding him back, holding him back, because yeah. uh, he always wanted to get into a fight. But it was funny, though. Uh, just him running around acting the way he was—it was hilarious. I actually got into it. I'm like, "Oh shit, he's pulling this off!" And then at the end, when Holland got the win, he came in. He started going to town on on Woods. They're pulling. Seamus. and Holland try to pull. He has Woods by the ear as it, as he's almost gone. He reaches over, fish hooks him, and you literally oh, see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, "Holy shit!" Uh, but yeah, they took all they took out uh Kofi pretty much like midway, halfway through the match, laid him out and took the advantage on uh Woods, one, two, three, and and it was that quick just to make up for them pulling him yesterday. Like you said, it was a short match. You know, I think
1: uh I think Pete Dunn's doing real good with this Butch gimmick thing where he's like kind of like a wild, like you know, unstable guy, but you know, unstable like crazy wild guy or whatever. It's... It's like, it's, still, uh, say, it's like they always say it's like
0: you can have a mob for a guy a mob full of guys and it's always the short one, the tiniest one that's the tough guy, you know. They were like, right, come on right, me out of, me right. out of me, you right. son of a bitch like, right, uh, right. But I'm like saying, Joe like, Pesci.
1: <laughs> I'm just say, I'm saying he came from the Pete the Pete Dunn gimmick to like this Yeah. Uh character or whatever. I like it. I like what he's doing with it. I, I'm I'm still not was... really thrilled with the name change thing, but we can do. I I
0: I was hating it until last night, hands down. All
1: right, all right. Hey, let's let's move on. Let's just uh, keep this
0: thing moving. Uh, what we got here, number.
1: Next two. we got the damn match
0: the, six already. Shit. To
1: to to me, this was the greatest uh entrance of. I don't want to say of both nights. Maybe maybe it was definitely the best entrance of the last night. I'm talking about Edge, yeah. and uh, uh, Maybe may, could have been the best entrance over both nights, uh, either him or Cody's. But
0: well, I'm I'm, um, I'm gonna have to go with Edge because you had a whole throne area rising with fire. Yeah, with uh, two with
1: levels too. Yeah, they, they, they had the stage, and then there was one riser above that, and there was another one above that where the throne actually was, and both both levels had fire around. It, it was really cool looking. I don't know. No matter, now, whoever comes up with these set designs Ez is just a genius.
0: Uh, from his gear and manner and his mannerisms recently, it's like uh, it's like they're trying to do uh, Brood 2.0 or whatever. But also, when you look at his gear, he has the colors of you know that little purple in there and black, like of the Undertaker too. So it's like, like putting him to the dark side and the Brood. But this match, yo, uh, uh, AJ when he came out, he was already busted open on the cheek.
1: Yeah, he walked into the set.
0: Yeah, like, I don't know what the hell that was all about. I don't know if he wasn't paying attention or what. I, I, I know there was reports online about it. No, like,
1: because I, he had his hood down. Because you know how he wears that vest with the hood on it? Yeah. So So if you watch his entrance, he had the hood down. He came out. He couldn't see because the hood was over here. And he walked right into the thing, cut himself here, and then as soon as that happened, he grabbed the hood and pulled it off and then walked out the rest of the <laughs> way so he could see normal.
0: Uh, but yeah, they, uh, they they were hitting some nice spots in this one here. Uh, Edge kept yeah, going.
1: This is, this is a real good match. I dug this one a lot.
0: I know. Uh, Edge kept going for uh, uh, the the submissions. He had the label lock on. He had uh, the 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 STF on. I like yeah. like he Cross was hitting. Yeah, yeah. He he he, he was hitting everybody
1: from one to the other. Yeah. Yeah, he
0: was hitting everybody's shit out there, and it was like like okay. Uh, who's he gonna steal from next though yeah uh but as, as it's starting to wind down though oh what about that sick bump off the top rope onto the apron like uh when AJ uh took edge
1: i I, I those are so hard to watch man because I, I know it's like, I mean it's we, like, we, we it's know so hard
0: and, and like your back just starts like ugh, like Because we
1: we know and they say it every time it happens the, the commentators but that's the hardest part of the ring is the apron. Cause that's, that, that's where all the steel meets the, the mm. sides and the skirts and everything. And right underneath the skirt is where the steel frames are. And, and like, they say it every time something happens out there. But, man, that was – it was – it's brutal to watch, man, especially guys like us that have that have had injuries in the past. Watching them hit the apron like that, man, that's rough. I
0: man, I mean Dennis uh, chimed in saying that Edge definitely had uh, uh, best entrance and, and then Cody's. So, but yeah, I, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. He definitely, I want
1: did. to, uh, I actually, I want to throw out, uh, some props to ref Jessica Carr, the former Kennedy Brink when she was on the independence, um, girl I've known for a few years, she did an awesome job in this match and it was, it was real cool to see her there. Um, actually somebody else that I know had a, had a hand in this match. Uh, and I don't know if they're doing what you said to brood 2.0 or whatever, but Damian priest. Kind of uh, yeah. cause a distraction at the end of the match. It was weird because he didn't really do anything. He just—I I didn't seem come out at all, right?
0: No, no, stood, the camera was off. He
1: just stood there, and then and AJ was about to do—I uh, think his flipping that flipping clothesline thing he does over the over the rope into the ring. He was about to do uh, that. The I think only- he was
0: going for the flying form.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Same thing. But the only, uh, the only distraction it was is that he just looked over at Priest. That's it. He looked over at him and then looked right back at Edge. It's not, like, it's not like he stared at him for 10 minutes and then Edge came in and killed him from behind. You know what I mean? It's, I, it seemed kind of a little bit weak, I think distraction.
0: I, I think Edge could have waited like a half second sooner to hit the spear. Because when he jumped up, it didn't... The impact didn't look I'm like, yeah, he's coming down and you're going up. But if he would have waited just a, a extra half second, it probably would have looked a little bit more devastating. Yeah. Dennis chiming in here again. Oh, he's up well, on Cody the Rollins
1: Cody and Rollins wasn't on night
0: two though. Uh, night uh night two, top three matches. Uh yeah, Cody yeah, Cody
1: Rollins wasn't night two, so Edge AJ and Pat McAfee in theory, I do would yeah. not Pat McAfee. Well, we'll get to that. Actually, we'll get to that now because that's the next match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say that's that's in my opinion definitely not one of the top matches of the night. Not terrible at all. Really good, but I don't know.
0: It yeah, was very,
1: uh... like I think the, the the stuff at the end kind of kind of put a the second
0: the the, other the, of the second the the second part was kind of messed up if 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 it would have just been their match without vince getting without in a stuff,
1: yeah it was unnecessary
0: and if austin did come down then and just have him stun theory because vince at the end there when 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 he took that stunner it just uh, yeah it, well here's, it, the it, no. Here,
1: here's the thing here's the thing Obviously he took it botched or it looked like shit or whatever because as soon as he took the kick he went right down to his knee. Yeah. But Austin also went to grab him right away and put him into it. I think Austin should have backed off for a second, maybe see if he's is he going to stand back up. Because yeah. when he backed up, it looked to me like he was trying to get away from it. Um, I think he just slipped and ended up fucking hitting the ropes. But um, yeah. But here's the thing: I get that it I get that he botched the cell or the bump or whatever. But he's seventy six. He's not a full-time wrestler. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done. He hasn't been in a, in a match in many years. I mean, it's like when a referee takes a bump and they're like, oh my god, that ref bump looked like shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It should. The referee shouldn't look like he knows how to do everything. Then why that's isn't he the, wrestling?
0: That's same the thing same thing with, with, uh, same thing with uh, managers. When, when they were once, like some that were once wrestlers, right, right, when, right. when they become managers, I'm a little bit at fault for this. That depends on uh, what persona you're doing, though, as a manager, uh, some of the managers, if they uh, they have to get away from the wrestler aspect of them reacting to certain things and start cowarding, starting to be more of a coward as a yeah. manager and taking manager bumps and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So but,
1: but yeah, but anyway, so that's the same way I see it with Vincent Man doing shit like this. Like it's it, it can't look. Like he knows, like he's a master of taking the move. It's got to look like shit. It was botched. I mean, terribly. It looked horrible, but it was, but, but the fact that it was Vince McMahon doing it and it looked that bad made it look so good because it was so friggin' hilarious. Everybody was laughing. Even the commentary guy, the commentators were laughing. Uh, Steve Austin was laughing. I mean, I thought it was hilarious. uh... And then was that before or after the theory
0: stunner? That was after the Theory stunner. Oh, okay, okay. He okay. stunned Theory first and then. So Austin did stunned Austin. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh but going back to McAfee and Theory though, uh McAfee was definitely impressing me once again as far as he since we already knew what he could do in NXT. I know just... I know a lot
1: of people uh, a lot of people are gonna give me shit about this and some already have online, but I think Pat McAfee wrestled um You know, being as limited as he is and limited time in the ring as he's had, I think he was better than Bad Bunny. And I don't give a shit about Bad Bunny. I don't give a shit about Pat McAfee. I don't care about football. I don't care (laughs) about rap music. I care about wrestling. But I I think Pat McAfee looked better uh, wrestling-wise than Bad Bunny did.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, we got to see him miss that Swanton off the top. He yeah, took but that, that. was he really took that nice. like a champ.
1: He took it, and and they showed the replay in slow motion, and his bump was perfect. He landed it, in the perfect f- position, nice and arms flat, arms out, nice and flat. I mean, his timing was good. He, I, I don't know, was I don't remember if it was last night with him on commentary where they said that he's been at the performance center training. Yeah, Or he's uh, well,
0: been. Well, I, I thought he said been He'd been training prior to WWE. After he right. retired Yeah, uh, NFL. After, after he retired, he started training for like he, he was wrestling or training or whatever for like five years. Yeah. Or whatever. So uh, You know what
1: and, I th- th- what I did think was funny speaking of the NFL was <laughs> Vince had the football. Oh uh, so after uh, so just for anyone that might not be following all of this, after Austin Theory and him and um and uh Pat McAfee pinned Austin Theory, uh I don't remember what happened, it was some kind of surprise roll up or something. Um. after that, Vince McMahon came in, challenged McAfee. McAfee said, okay, come on. And then Vince did the tease where he went to take his jacket off, and he's like, no, 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 and he walked away. And then he turned around and came back. He's like, oh, fuck it, I'll just beat this guy up. Took off his crap, came in the ring, still looks to be in real good shape. And then uh, he, 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 at one point he had McAfee down, and he had a That football. was a take-home. That and was the a fo- take-home. What are you talking about?
0: That was the take home the the thing what you're about to explain about the yeah, football yeah. that well, was me, right there,
1: yeah. So it reminded me of when Ronnie Garvin, uh, in Mania Five, he had a towel. He had his towel, like he's come the ring with the towel around his neck, and he would always like tease what side he was gonna throw it out. And he would always throw it because he was a babyface. He wouldn't tease and then not throw it. But McMahon took the football and was like he was gonna punt it into one side. And the crowd was like, yeah, yeah, over here, over here, here. And he would turn around and go, no, no, that side instead. And he would walk towards that side and go, yeah, all right, I'm going to punt it over there. And then he would go to kick it and take it back, just like a heel. I'm not giving it to you. I'm not giving you you. Satisfaction, but I'm going to tease it. And then they fell for it. They got worked. And then uh, he turned around and McAfee was on his hands and knees. <laughs> and he dropped it and punted it like right into his gut. I thought it was hilarious. I don't know why I thought it was so funny. It didn't even look that good. It looked like he just dropped it and happened to kick it. But... <laughs> Right in the gut, he got it. He, he got McAfee. I thought it was funny, dude. Uh,
0: and and going back back to uh, uh, a prop for McAfee, a lot of people popped. I just about when uh, Theory pushed him off the top rope. He did the backflip, landed on his feet, <clears throat> stood there in the center ring, looked uh, Theory like they were like staring at, like eyeing each other up. He comes running, leaps to the top rope. Which you can see, uh, theory grab him too, as yeah. a, you know, to hold him up there. Follow that up with the superplex. That was huge. Pops on his athleticism as far as the back foot land on the feet and that leaping ability to get up that high as he did. Uh, and Let me but
1: one 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 last thing about about Austin Theory. Uh, the stunner that he took was um, his sell and his bump was amazing. Reminded me a lot of Scott Hall when he when he would hit the he hit the thing, hit the stunner, and he would shoot right up in the air. Or, and or the he, rock. He was kicking his feet or whatever. It was mm-hmm. awesome.
0: Uh, <clears throat> one, one one other uh, thing to say about uh, Austin is uh, it didn't end on a really good night for McAfee because uh, he lost the match. Then he, he had a couple beers with Austin. Then Austin well, stunned his ass.
1: He lost the Vince McMahon match, but he <laughs> yeah. won the other one. <laughs> yeah, uh, Austin stunned everybody.
0: But the props was at the end when McAfee's laying on the outside by the commentary and he's chugging a beer yeah. while, he's, while he's, he's on the floor. He's still
1: selling. Yeah, he's still selling the the stunner and he's all like. And he's still drinking the beer and the camera shows him, you know, focuses right in on him. that was hilarious too.
0: That's how they all should end. And ending, we're going to end it off with the match that everybody was waiting to see. Yeah. Some more than others. Uh, And that was the WWE championship. Versus the Universal Championship between Brock and Roman. To yeah. it, it was a unification match. Uh, Brock did his own introduction. <laughs> that was actually, hilarious. I, actually, uh, wait, I what's his Heyman. name?
1: Heyman did Reigns' introduction.
0: What's the name? Uh, Vic Roman is that his? Is that oh. his name? I, the the ring announcer was his name? Vic no Vic Mark Roman? Mark
1: Mark Rome or something like that. Mike Rome. Mike Rome. I can't You're, I can't remember. Vic Joseph is the commentator. Mike Rome Ah, that's right. That's right. But uh but Heyman Heyman did the Les, did the Reigns ring announcement, and then Mike Rome was about to do Lesnar and Lesnar grabbed it and did his own. And I thought that was great because the ring announcement didn't have to do nothing for that for that match.
0: Did you see Reigns's uh the look on his face uh before they locked horns? It was like because Lesnar was there in the corner and he was taking his gloves off. He had this little. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, oh yeah, because he wears
1: those MMA gloves.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so he usually he,
1: never takes them off.
0: Yeah, so he's taking them off, and he and just the look on his face is like, "Oh, I'm fucked. I'm so." fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a great opener. Like he, he came charging in. He went to town on 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 him, uh, and and that one on the outside where he spears him through uh the 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 barrier, but. But beforehand, Paul Heyman was pleading for his life. Oh, I love you. Oh, it's all Roman's I that. idea. That Please all... take yeah, me Yeah, that back. was the funniest. It's thing. Like, I was like, so oh. It was all
1: his idea. It was all his idea. It's all Roman's idea. I love you. Oh man. <laughs> uh, that's when they. That's when he. That's when he did the. Uh, he did the spear through the through the dashboard through the barricade. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I he he hit him with several. <laughs> That's uh, funny. well, it
1: was all Roman's idea. It was all Roman's idea, <laughs> dude. Paul Heyman is one of the best in the business right now. One of the best workers. One of the best talkers,
0: uh, in my opinion. H- hands down. Uh, <laughs> I b- th- there's been talk about it. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's legit or if it was just the way his arm was bent and maybe a muscle. Oh, no, no, it, it, it was. It was the muscle. W-
1: yeah, it was legit. I saw pictures of it. Uh, actually, shortly before we went online, I mean well, before we went live, where uh, it, you could see like it was it was taken. It was almost taken like from this angle, and you could see like his bicep was like right. It, it was weird. It looked like like when Scott Steiner used to flex, and yeah. he had a little bicep on top of his bicep. It looked like that. Like there was something sticking. Yeah, because I, I it wasn't weird su- looking man.
0: I I wasn't sure if it was a legit injury or if it was just the way it was positioned. That his muscle was uh, proceeding like that, because when he had him in the uh, Kimura lock, yeah, you know, you know, uh, and and it it looked like uh, damn, it looked like he had it on there pretty tight though too, like because when because when you're a smaller guy, it's easier to get a hammer lock on you, but when you're big and you got muscles and stuff like that, it, it you're 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 kind of restrained from uh, you're kind of restricted. From moving your body in certain ways Especially your arms and stuff It's like you hear stories about guys You know they're so big you try to put their arms To their side and they just like Poof right back out like you know yeah. So it was like I was kind of um Trying to figure that out like like If it was actually real or not But you're telling me it was So I'm going to go by uh, you Because we believe everything we see and read on the internet <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But Hands down, uh Roman Reigns picked up the victory with that uh spear at the end. Me personally,
1: this is what I predicted. Uh, I S- i predicted the other spear- night. Did the show
0: spear looked a little weak. For, I predicted for the end Reigns.
1: There. I wanted Lesnar, but I predicted Reigns, and Reigns went over. Reigns won. I still kind of want Lesnar to show up and kill him, but uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, let let, let like, like where I said, does Lesnar
1: go from here? What do they do? Does he have any more? You know, appearances left on his deal, or like, what happens now?
0: Uh, that's a good do, do question. They just, do
1: they just go back and forth, still feuding, and having a couple more matches back and forth? I mean, I don't, I, know. Don't,
0: I, I don't see why not. Uh, I, I think, mean,
1: I know Reigns is going to open up. Raw is going to open with Roman Reigns tonight, so I guess we'll they, find out.
0: If they have to go, <clears throat> I, I, it's, it's hard to think. Like, I can see them feuding up to summerslam maybe
1: oh yeah I can see that
0: at least up to Summerslam I can't see them going any further than that if it ends sooner than that then okay I like I guess I'd be cool with that because maybe maybe Brock will take some time off and come back you know yeah a little uh, just a minor uh Hiatus and then come actually, back at SummerSlam or whatever. Actually,
1: I'm I'm not sure if, if Reigns will open Raw. I know he'll be on Raw, obviously. Cody's in the Cody Rhodes will be on Raw too. I'm interested to see. Oh, to definitely. see what definitely, he's going to say.
0: They're definitely, it's going to have to be one, one of them opening up. Uh, raw. I
1: watched a bunch of interviews with him uh, over the weekend, like three or four interviews with Cody Rhodes, and. uh, and it just everything seems like uh like he is legit. Like he wanted to do that. He wanted to come back. And I know a lot of people are online saying that stupid trader crap. And it's I'm, like, I'm man. still
0: I'm still reading that in group chat rooms that 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 I'm in in other chat rooms. I'm yeah. seeing the way, uh, you know, the smart marks, the way they're just they're they're just going in. I'm like like yeah. dude, let it go. It's not your life. I understand. Right. We, we 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 both understand. It maybe it's not what. You want it as the but, fan,
1: but the weird but, thing about that is, like, you're still gonna get to see him every week. What the hell's the difference? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like fan, like fan-wise. Okay, I I want him in this company. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you want; it really doesn't, because he's yeah. got to pay his bills. Yeah. He's got to feed his family. You know, he's mm-hmm. got to keep a roof over his head, his newborn baby. And that's what he said. He said that in his exact quote mm-hmm. was, "Once I uh, realized that he was leaving. No, no, sorry. Once he, once his wife gave birth to their daughter, he said." My first thought was Oh my gosh, she's beautiful. My second my second thought was, I need to make a lot more money now. And this is what it this is what became this is how he did it. So obviously he's making more money now than he was offered at AEW because he said that and he did this. So I mean the two go together. But uh, if you watch if you get a chance, anyone watching this, go back, go to YouTube, um I forget the guy's name now, but it was on Inside the Ropes. There's a whole like fifty five minute press conference that took place with him. Uh, Sunday morning, so it was after the match Saturday, but it was before Mania Night two, and it's on there. And I, I watched all of that. Uh, Alex Smith, I think, is the guy's name. Um, I watched all of that and uh, or Alex Martinez. I don't I don't remember. Alex on the ropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> Alex something, but it was a really good interview, and he talked a lot about AEW, and a lot about the Young Bucks and and Tony Khan and blah blah blah. So it was cool. It was it was a cool interview to watch. Um. But, uh, but anyway, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to get off track there. But, no, uh, no, it's quite But, right. yeah, so, so I was saying before we got onto the Cody thing, I wanted uh Lesnar to win, but Reigns won, and like I said, Reigns will be on Raw tonight. I don't know if, like you said, does Lesnar take time off now and then, you know, comes back? What is it? Uh, It's It's still April, so maybe he comes back in it's, SummerSlam. It's a or hit or miss. Before it got... SummerSlam, it says, hey, Roman, I'm going to kill you. You kill me. You know, you beat me in April, now I'm just going to tear your head off. Something
0: like, like that like they have a huge roster of guys they can go in any direction it's yeah. just just what is creative going to do what's in their contract uh you know and and then as going back to uh, as far as uh, Cody being there i had my own little theory of uh how we were talking before about uh you know uh and and other people saying about um since triple h had this thing with uh, I guess Cody, but Cody went AEW when he broke the uh the throne. Yeah, in there and stuff. What do you see? Uh, they use that as part of an angle. That 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 little uh, uh scenario that went that happened in the past. They bring it full forward, and instead of Triple H since he's retired, what if they have uh his his new bo- his new golden boy I guess that's what you want to call him I don't know uh Tomasa Champa him and Cody do a program together
1: yeah uh, I mean maybe I, I could I could see something like that I, I think I... I think Cody's there for for bigger names than than Champa who's really known as like Mr NXt but I would like to see the two of those guys fight a work match Cody and Champa together I'd like oh, to see yeah. that. Champ is one of the best in the business, in my opinion.
0: Consistently, even yeah, with all true, the injuries. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, he, he's it,
1: had some really rough neck stuff going on. He's
0: a he's a walking comeback story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally.
1: Uh, <laughs> Yo. Also, speaking of Cody Rhodes. Um, when is uh, I'm hoping his whole comeback to WWE thing is one of those WWE 24 show, the documentaries they do, like the uh, hour, hour and a half long documentaries, and then like it ends at at Mania and they show him coming out and blah blah, blah. but uh, I'm hoping to see one of those too. Oh, that, he said great. that he said in that interview, uh, not sorry, it wasn't in the interview. It was on his own Twitter. He posted a video that. He was taking videos himself all day long, and he's like, uh, it's 1 o'clock, and we're in the bus, and we're at outside the arena. And then later, he's like, it's 3.30, I'm still in the bus doing nothing and just sitting here. And then later, he's like, it's 5.40, I put my gear on, uh, my boots and my pants are on, and I'm still just sitting here. And you can hear his voice like getting lower and lower like he's so tired, but he explains in there, he's like, nobody knows I'm here except uh, he's like Triple H, obviously, Vince McMahon, He's like my wife, obviously, because she was with him. And then, uh, and then he's like, it's, he's just, he's, I wanted to come out and, uh, I wanted to put my robe on, put my gear on, whatever, and and go walk out to the arena for the match and they wouldn't let me. They made me put sweats on over my gear. They made him put a whole trench coat on to cover him. He had to put a hoodie on to cover his face because nobody, nobody knew he was there. There were a lot of the guys in the back that didn't know he was there. And, uh, and when he he's like a lot of people didn't know until I got to the end they showed him getting on the platform the one that raises up for his entrance yeah they showed him like getting on that and getting off the little golf cart and taking off the hoodie and stuff and then when he did that interview which again took place yesterday morning after so it was after his match with Rollins he was like there was a couple of people that knew because some people found out and came and found my bus where I were <laughs> where I was they so said a couple of people came and uh, Triple H was the last one and him and Triple he's like we. He said something about he referenced the throne thing at some point, but uh, I don't remember what he actually said about it. He he did say a couple times that Triple H is his favorite wrestler and always was, and uh, he's like that's why. Um, oh, that's what he said. He's like he's like I took some shots. Like I talked a lot of trash about that guy, about this place when I was at the other place. Stuff on TV that I said, stuff I did on television, and he was like for for him to come in and like he he, he like triple h like embraced me and and we had like a moment and we hugged and we talked and it was cool and he like almost got emotional he was like it was cool like you know even after i talked some trash over there at aw and he was cool it it,
0: it 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 was business you had to pull the punches that you had to use your those, yes. those cards yeah you had to pull those punk cards uh to get all eyes on you for like, oh my God, yeah, I get that shock value. I'm like, Oh my God, yeah. he said this. I can't believe he said that. Yeah. Now let's wait and see what and triple throne. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there is
0: the fans were waiting for a tit for tat back and forth. Yeah. But every time AEW was throwing jabs, WWE didn't respond whatsoever. No. They just let it go.
1: Yeah. Like and they shouldn't. Uh, I mean, it's like there's a there's an old saying like number one doesn't have to pay attention to number two, or number yeah. one doesn't pay attention to number two, something like that. I mean, it, it shows that WWE is still on top. I mean, when you look at the ratings, there they've been close once in a while, but but the overall scheme of things, I still think WWE is on top. And again, number one doesn't necessarily need to acknowledge number two, never mind mention them. You know, it just yeah. it it just it says something to me about. A company uh, a, i'm not even gonna mention company names but it says something to be um, to me about the number two company when the number two is always jabbing at number one and number one never acknowledges it never says it, nothing it's, back. Like,
0: it's like it's like us as people we are living rent free in your head <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly. what it was
1: right and it's like you need to get over that and just do your own thing like Worry about like like when NXT started and Triple or uh, sorry, when when AW started, Triple H did some interview and people were saying how it's like the the Wednesday night wars and Triple H is like we're not at war with any other company but ourselves. He's like, I legitimately want to get better ratings than Raw and SmackDown to show that we're a third brand and we're our own yeah. thing. We're not just a developmental or feeder feeder system. But it's all it was. It was a lot of the AEW fans that were like, "Oh, it's a Wednesday night war." Wednesday night war. Like, no, it's not. I mean, it, first of all, they weren't head to head anyway. You know, it's like, uh, or were they actually? They may have been for a
0: while. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think they, they, they were. were
1: for a while. But um, but uh, yeah, but it's not like. You know, it's not like uh, like they were like Triple H was writing the show, saying like, okay, so let's do this, and then, you know, make sure you do this because the AEW fans they like that, and blah blah. You know, it's not there. There were no shots taken at at AEW. It was it was just they were doing their own thing, and I think that's how it should be. And I and I wish I watch I, I watch AEW TV when I can, not every single week. Um, well, with me, AEW and WWE are, are similar in the sense that I watch all the pay-per-views, but I don't watch the TV. The TV every week, but um, I wish that they would just do their own thing and not have to always mention or reference WWE in some way. Like it's 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 very like get over. It's been over two years. They've been on the air now. Like it's time to get over it.
0: Don't 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 worry, Joe. As soon as we uh, get the ball rolling and we start uh, booking all the grumpy old vets for for a show we'll hear all the young talent saying why can't we get booked because you're not old enough kid <laughs> uh you know what I, I i did before we go off the air i did want to throw this one thing at you <clears throat> I, I i i have one thing i want to ask you and that is out of the celebrities who we've seen in past uh WrestleManias and stuff who would go over as far if we put these four in the ring together pat mcafee bad bunny steven amell or logan paul
1: oh you mean as a as a I, as a if four-way. i was booking it if i was booking in pat mcafee's over
0: okay uh it, it would definitely be a toss-up between him and steven amell for me
1: yeah maybe but, I, yeah. but, but i'd be afraid of uh <laughs> i'd be afraid of Stephen amell getting hurt i wouldn't want him in there too much because he has other duties to do where he's doing his yeah. TV show
0: and McAfee would just dog the shit out of us on his podcast too. So yeah, so yeah I think McAfee would go over anyway. Uh, uh, we got we Chris, got Ar- we got Chris,
1: ten minutes to raw.
0: We got Chris saying Logan Paul by far. <laughs> Thanks, no, Chris. No, definitely not. <laughs> you definitely know, I think not. I think one day we have to get the Combat Misfits guys on here with us because I know they like wrestling as well. I I think one uh someday on, on one of the sundays we'll get them chiming in or we just get a uh instead of talking about what's on TV, we'll come up with a topic to talk about and we can yeah. get them uh in here with us. Maybe uh a, a topic of former MMA guys turn wrestlers, you know, that kind of stuff where, you know, the whole uh crossing either one way Lashley, or the other.
1: Lashley Lesnar there's two right there.
0: Or wrestlers turned MMA, whichever, you know. Yeah. Um uh, Punk Rousey. Uh, that didn't go so good. <laughs> uh but that's it. That's all we have for this pop up show. Raw starts at eight o'clock. This soon.
1: concludes our coverage of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Thursday. I don't I don't know if you did anything on Friday. Uh, as far as shows, but Saturday, Sunday, Monday, man, we did seven or eight shows over the course of the weekend, and I'm tired.
0: Yes, as as a collective, we are beat. We got uh,
1: got about five minutes before Raw Raw kicks off.
0: All right, let me start wrapping this up. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, coming this Thursday on Thursday Night Slam, we will have Indy vet himself, a legendary uh, around the Northeast area, uh, none other than Slick Wagner Brown at 905 would be joining me here uh, on the Bias Lands podcast. And then you can see me, Joe, and uh, T back here next Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday coming up. next. Well, next Sunday because yesterday was Sunday. Cause Sunday at 11 a.m. for Breakfast and Body Slams. I'm sure Joe will have some breakfast. Yes, and- sir. And if we're lucky, our buddy flex will be chiming in, uh, talking about what we got for breakfast. So, so I, I, I might sit with something here. I know T always brings something for breakfast, but you know, but I'll let him do me, do him, because I'm always uh uh just down in that coffee as much as I can. Uh check out the bias everyone. It is fully updated. Yes, fully. Even tonight, when I'm done with this, this show will be updated on there as well. Uh all our all, all of our audio stuff is updated. You can listen to your in your while you're in your car, on the go, in the uh when you're in the gym. Uh you can see all of our past playlists. You can go to our pod shop, get some of our merchandise just like this: the pop-up pipe bombs, uh, and a whole host of other stuff are. And little by little, we are improving it. Uh, we even, our gallery page is now our Instagram page. So anything on our regular Instagram, you can actually see on the website itself directly. Hey, uh,
1: uh, sorry, I'm looking at a picture right now that uh, a friend of mine took That's uh, that's at Raw tonight. In uh, Mania, in Mania, Raw after Mania, in Dallas, or whatever, and it uh, looks like they have the same setup for Edge's entrance again. Something similar, at least. There's a, there's a ramp that goes way up and it comes down onto the regular entrance ramp. I wonder if they're going to use that for Edge. Ah. I mean, you, you probably you probably can't see it, but you can see the the ramp being constructed right there.
0: Okay, you think that might open the show?
1: Uh, maybe just so they can get this big contraption out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Or maybe somebody walks into it and cuts their face before the match even starts.
0: Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. All right. Uh, with that being said, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I'm Chio. That's Joey. Yes. And uh, this is Papa Bipons for the Bias podcast. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Hit that notification button and find out when we are live. And we'll see you Thursday and Sunday. Peace out. it's going down like i told you i'll be the last man standing here what you gonna do? i'm gonna rock you. You, you. You, you i'm gonna rock you i'm gonna rock you i'll have you begging for mercy begging for mercy oh